This episode of Says Who is brought to you by you. Yes, you. You listening right now. You. You. Well, technically, it's brought to you by you if you are, in fact, a supporter of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who. So some of you listening, it's true. Says who is brought to you by you because you give at the one or five or ten dollar a month level. Some of you are listening and it's not brought to you by you. It's brought to you by that other person that gave at the Patreon at patreon.com slash says who, where every Sunday they get a whole nother episode of this very episode. Uh, not this episode, but these very people on this episode. Yes, that's right. Maureen and Dan, you get us all over again. Are you broken? Sort of, uh, as a, I've like, I've talked myself into a corner right. and now I'm trying yeah. to talk myself back out it's of that okay. corner by they get that because they give at the $5 a month level uh, on Patreon. But there's some people listening that not only do that, but they give at the $10 a month level and they get a sticker in the mail every month. And that is like the best thing they get in the mail every month, probably, because who gets much in the mail anymore except catalogs and junk mail and bills. So it's better than all that if you are in the Says Who Sticker Club. And you can do all those things at patreon.com slash says who. <clears throat> Look, I got out of it, Maureen. Dan. Books. Mm-hmm. I'm in, I'm so tired. I'm in the shoot now, Dan. Line Liars coming out December 27th. You can pre-order it now from anywhere, but including uh, Blue Stockings Collective here in New York City to get a signed copy. You can download the downloadable. I've posted links to that. So you can get something to give people to put in a stocking, hand it over for any holiday, anything at all. A gift of any kind, you can. Uh, I'm giving away limited edition arcs of Nine Liars on Instagram, and I'm go- getting ready to go on a both a US and UK tour. <clears throat> and my throat's real scratchy. Like, a really UK scratchy. tour now. <laughs> yeah. Man, you're just <laughs> everywhere. Oh, well, that's upset the dog. De- Dexy's like, wait, that, what? That's upset the dog. Nobody told me. Dex, it's okay. It's fine. Dex, it's okay. It really is okay. All right, I'm not going on tour. I'm, it's canceled. Man. Yeah, she didn't want to hear that. No. No, breaking bad news. <clears throat> Go ahead. <laughs> That's it? Yes. Okay, well, if you want to buy... <laughs> Uh, books online. You can always go to kickbezosintheballs.org. That's our little bookshop uh, that we run, and you can order morning stuff. You can get all kinds of stuff. There's like a search box. You can just find books. So that's fun. Kickbezosintheballs.org. Speaking of fun, it's that holiday time, and if you would like to get Says Who goodies for the holidays, you can always go to merch.sayswhopodcast.com and you know what? I was putting these notes together, and I was feeling very tired, and I thought, you know what? It's been a year. Let's give people a discount code oh. for the holidays. So if you use the code oh no, all caps, all <laughs> one word, you get 10% off at checkout. Wow. I didn't... Merch.sayswhopodcast.com. I didn't know we could do that. Yeah. That's good through the end of December. Wow. So go nuts. I'll probably add some stuff into the store in the next few days, but I have not yet. Merch.sayswhopodcast.com. Hey, Maureen, how <sighs> was your Thanksgiving? Dan, you see mm-hmm. this coffee? You see this yeah. coffee I'm drinking? You're drinking a coffee? Yeah, my throat's real scratchy. Okay. Mm. Mm. So the place I get this coffee from yeah, has complimentary um, bottles of CBD on the counter. Sh- sure. One is 900 milligrams and one is 1,800 milligrams a, a dose. Sounds like a lot. Sounds like a lot. For free? Yeah, you can just put it in there. Okay. Put that in. Oh, you add it to your coffee? Yeah, you just drip it in there. Wow. Yep. Like some people would do oat milk. Yep, just doop, doop, doop. Wow. So that's what you're doing? So it's, um, I didn't, I took, I took a very small amount then. Okay. But by very small, I think I took 450 milligrams of CBD in this coffee. Sure. Just taking the edge off. 
Well, that sounds like um, you haven't actually answered the question of how was your Thanksgiving. Just taking the edge off, Dan. Uh-huh. So tired. I mean, that's probably the CBD. Do you want a nap? Sure. Let's take a nap. Come on, okay. everybody. Come on, everybody. It's nap time. This is a big high energy start, which I think sh that should tell people about where we're at this week. Welcome. <laughs> Just says who the podcast where I say welcome really fast and get on dance nerves. Yeah. It isn't a podcast, though. It's a coping strategy. I am Dan Singer. And I'm Maureen Johnson. And my throat <laughs> really is quite, quite scratchy. Well, that's not great. Why? I don't know. Just came back from a family gathering with a scratchy throat. Yeah, but my family doesn't see anybody. Okay. Except you. There is a lot of COVID around right now, though. Yeah. Isn't there? There is. I mean, it never really went away. But I know some folks that are already, already post-Thanksgiving positive. That's a beautiful three years into that phrase. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Nothing beats a good family gathering to stir up that pot again. Dan, I look, I can't lie. You know, sometimes things are a lot. Yes. Maybe, maybe this Thanksgiving felt like a bit of a lot. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm, I find I've been fairly... <laughs> Man, my throat is really scratchy. Like, really, really scratchy. <laughs> Feels like I've been swallowing sandpaper. Oh, no. It's fine. <clears throat> it's fine. Is it, is it especially dry where you are? Meh. No. Dan, 450 milligrams of CBD, they wouldn't let you just have it if it was... They, were, they do let you just have 1,800 milligrams, which seems like a lot. I mean, I don't really know the CBD measurements. I don't know if it even does anything. That too. Mm. But I do have to keep drinking water during this. I apologize because I have a very, very scratchy Is throat. it especially dry? Like has the winter dryness hit? Uh, well, they turn the heat on and off. O okay. Um. Mm. All right. You guys want to take a nap? <laughs> this is... We're starting off with a bang here. I think the 450 milligrams of CDD may have entered my system. Mm -hmm. Perfect. I put this Good. over here. This is going. This is going well. So, Maury Johnson, mm. you are back in New York City. I am. I am it was... back in my basement. Yeah. yeah. Last week's episode, we were both on the road. It was good, and it was actually fine. It's just. Um, mm -hmm. It's occurred to me that right now is a lot. Yes. In general. Sure. And. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just. I'm beginning to think that maybe. What? Dosing yourself on CBD in your coffee before recording was not the best idea. All right, hear me out. So the place <laughs> I went to. Uh-huh. It doesn't do anything. It's all placebo CBD. Okay. I didn't even drink all the coffee. Like most of it's in here. <laughs> but the CBD drops, I think, were kind of floating at the top. Uh-huh. I just feel a light sensation along my forehead. It feels okay. like a gentle feather is being tickled across it. Dan. Yeah. Lot to do today. Okay. Well, the, you've definitely started out on the right foot for that. Dan, they wouldn't give it to you for free if it had any real effect. I mean, I I would generally think that's true. 
also, that's a wild world you live in where they just have CBD sitting on the counter at your coffee shop. Well, you should see my neighborhood. Dan, so the place I, I go to now lets me come in with a dog. So like, there's no one in there. I can step in with her. They have okay. a little, little jar of treats. And I was standing there, and the woman who's normally behind the counter wasn't there, and she just put up a paper bag that's on the counter that said, be right back. So okay. I was milling around in there for a couple minutes, mm-hmm. knowing that the second I turned my back, she would come. Right. So I didn't notice that they had the CBD on the counter but because I was just standing around, I had nothing else to do. Right. So I started looking at the bottles of CBD, and they have one for pets, too. Oh, sure. Um, so I was like, oh, 900-milligram bottle, 1,800-milligram bottle. Hmm. I wonder if we just put some of this in the coffee, huh? And then I was about to go, and then she appeared, of course. And I was like, oh, yeah. coffee. And then I put the drops in my coffee. I'm like, I'll just put in a couple drops. Sure. Dan has no effect. What could go wrong? Nothing. Dan... It's okay to acknowledge the fact that right now is a lot. And I feel like I am constantly trying to make excuses for the fact that right now is a lot mm-hmm. and say, like, it's fine. Like, Yeah, I'm that like, sounds correct. Uh, I'm like, nah, now is actually just a lot. Yeah. Do you think I should drink the rest of the coffee? I mean, it's fine. You, there's an interesting balancing effect because you have caffeine. Mm-hmm. And then you have the potential narcotic qualities of CBD. Mm. CBD is like, Mm. eh. I mean, 1,800 milligrams of it might do something. Sure. Not these little tiny baby droplets I put in there. Okay. My throat is so itchy. It's crunchy. (laughs) Um, When did you get back in town, Maureen? uh, Who knows? What's time? Um, Saturday. And uh, and how was the greater Philadelphia region this time? Well, the weather was very warm and pleasant, oh, and the nice. dog loves it. Yeah. And everything else was fine. Okay. Okay. <laughs> now, I may have sent you some DMs to the contrary. Yeah, uh, I think I have the DM record that would say otherwise. Look, you guys. It's okay to say that things are a lot. Yes. And maybe sometimes you just need to go out and get a coffee and take the free CBD drops that are just randomly sitting on the counter. Yeah. With the little sign that's like, and they're like, it's the, it's a Korean coffee place. And the brand is like anti, I think it's anti Kim's. Okay. Um, and it's very cute because it looks like you're, you're like someone's old auntie made these CBD drops. So it gives this air of like your grandma wants you to have these CBD drops. (laughs) Perfect. Just need to take the edge off, Dan. There's a lot going on. I've heard. Um, and my brain is, you know, the the wrinkles <laughs> in my brain are smoothing out a little bit. That, how dare you? How dare you imply that I am spacing out? I just... It just... It's fine. It's fine. I bet in L.A. they actually give you THC drops you can just dump into your coffee. And Probably. then you can trip some actual bottles while you're... Yeah. Trying to record a podcast. You're fuzzy. Yeah? You move back and forth from your camera. Yeah. It put you in a kind of soft focus. It's very nice. Okay. It's like, uh, like, it's a like when you would film Sybil Shepherd in the 80s. Oh, there's a, there's a topical reference. I, uh... I remember being young, vaguely. Congratulations. And one of the things that was very weird about how they filmed things in the 1980s was they would use soft focus for close-up shots of women. Hmm. I remember very distinctly watching Moonlighting with Sybil Shepard and Bruce Willis and realizing that they were doing that. Because they would, you know, like, that was a very rapid banter show. And there would be multiple cuts between the two of them. And it would cut to Sybil Shepard. And it would be, like, this weird soft focus. And then it would cut to Bruce Willis. And it would be actually in focus. And that was weird. That is one of those shows that, um, you know, you, you bring friends back. But you don't bring moonlighting back. 
I have a deep set fear because I loved moonlighting. Moonlighting was real important to me in like middle me school. Me too. It's very funny. I bet that shit is problematic as hell. Uh, everything is. Everything is, but I think that that one, I, I I prefer it existing in my brain as a thing that probably wouldn't make me cringe every two seconds. Yeah. Like, yeah. have you watched The Goonies lately? No. I loved The Goonies, too. Like, The Goonies was truly a seminal piece of work. And then I watched it as an adult. <laughs> and, I mean, it's it's still a fun adventure, kid adventure. But the opening, within the first 15 minutes... Um, Corey Feldman's character is just like on this racist, weird, problematic tear with the with the cleaning woman. Really? And it's just yes, and it's just like Jesus Christ! What a like that was a moment where I was like, what are other things that I just ingested as a youth and didn't even think about, and suddenly I'm now seeing it. But yeah, it is a weird moment and it has given me pause in watching it with uh my children because i'm like this is just like this is just unseemly and it's unnecessary too basically they're like trying to they're about to leave the house and the cleaning lady is like you can't do that and she is spanish speaking and uh cory feldman just starts speaking spanish to her and is just horrible just awful it is wow. very, 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 very problematic. Jesus. Yeah. It's it's very strange. Unnecessary, but that's just kind of how the 80s were. It was like, hey, how about some casual racism? Perfect. That's what we needed right now in this children's movie. Sounds great. Not a lot of banter with you today. What do you mean? <laughs> well, usually we kind of go back and forth a little bit. And... Dan, I'm just kicking back. It was free on the counter. And yeah. um, just like the dog biscuits for the dog. Sure. All right. You want banter? I'll give you witty banter. Yeah. yeah. Twitter. Okay. <sighs> dun, dun. Dun, dun. I feel like this has become a Twitter cast lately. Well. I feel sort of bad about it, but also... That was a thing that was important to both of us for a very long time. And still, Dan, it still exists. It, it's yeah. very much still there. Yeah. I mean, it's a slow sinking ship. Yes. I, I this past week, I very purposefully stayed off of it mostly. To see how you would do? To see how I would do. To give Mastodon specifically, a, you know, the old college try. And also to just like, there's just a level of problematic with Elon Musk. Oh, you that think is you don't um, like him? It it is getting hard to rectify in my brain. Elon Musk is problematic, but also just deeply weird. Oh, extraordinarily what a weird, weird! What a weird man! Yes. Um, so let's cover a little bit about uh. What's going on with the... Uh, see, I'm bantering. Um, I love it. So Elon Musk decided to open Arkham Prison and yeah. um, let all the criminals out. Yep. The uh, the arch criminals of the internet, like the Joker. Well, uh, let's see. Um, just awful people. I don't just, think we need to name people by name. Well, groups, we don't Nazi, need to... Nazis. Yeah. Uh, many thousands of accounts that had previously been banned for various, uh, for various Kanye, violations. Kanye West. Yeah. Donald Trump is technically back, but still hasn't shown up. Yeah, that's a shocker to me. Well, you explained it with the whole he has the the He's con contract contractually with... obligated to Truth Social, but it's only for six hours. Also, that dude's never met a contract that he doesn't breach. So. Maybe this there is the one. There seems to be a slight level of actual principle happening here. Wow. I think it's mostly that he does not, he doesn't want to be 
a character in the Elon Musk story. He only wants to be the character in his own story. So if he joins right now, he's not he's not the main character of that story. So Elon played that card. He played the Trump card. Yeah. And nothing happened. Yeah. Because Trump did not play back. Yeah. And so uh, he makes a series of increasingly weird and desperate moves. Mm-hmm. Uh, including, um, oh, t- today he's he's ending COVID misinformation. Yep. Po- the COVID misinformation policy. Yeah, they'll no longer label COVID misinformation, which they weren't great at anyway, but that was kind of an ongoing policy. He, yesterday he, for no reason whatsoever, decided to post a photo of his bedside table. Yeah, or at least what he claimed was his bedside table. Which included a bunch of empty cans of fun-free diet. Caffeine-free Diet Coke. Yeah, caffeine-free Diet Coke. Um, a huge gun, mm-hmm. which had no trigger. So yeah, I'm assuming it it's to like, be some kind of prop. And then uh, some kind of hand musket from the yeah. Revolutionary War in a box. Yeah. Um, and what I believe is a Hindu religious item. Okay. I think. And everyone's like, what a weirdo. Yeah. Um, then he decided in a really interesting galaxy brain move to um, poke the bear of Apple. Yes. Yeah. Apple he pointed out, is not spending advertising dollars on Twitter anymore, and he wants to know why. And he tagged Tim Cook and said, why, Tim Cook, why? Why won't you give me your dollars? Why? And Tim Cook um, didn't reply. And then he just started shitposting Apple all day. Yeah. Yeah, I I saw um, some journalists that I follow uh, who are at the Washington Post. They uncovered that Apple is like, a massive advertiser on Twitter that at various times, 4% of the entire income that Twitter draws in comes exclusively from Apple's uh, advertising. So like, it isn't just like, Oh, why aren't you advertising? It's like they, that is a major income stream that has suddenly disappeared for them. So it, and, and then there's the kind of additional layer that seems to be driving it that, uh, he is gearing up yet again for what is almost certainly another failed attempt at paid subscriptions for Twitter. And it, it seems to have only just occurred to him that Apple is going to take a considerable cut of any subscriptions that happen through the Twitter app on uh, if, if you are using it through an iPhone. And Google will do the same if you're using it through an Android phone. They take both of the app stores take a remarkably large cut, thirty percent. Uh, and so his his freakout began with sort of Apple isn't advertising, and then moved to getting very upset at how much of a cut Apple takes from the app store. Yeah. So he starts posting memes of yeah himself going to war with Apple. Yeah, that that's going to go well. Um, Elon doesn't seem to know how anything works. No. And it is amazing to watch a billionaire reveal his incompetence on such a large stage. Yeah. And in, in the same way, keep in mind that this man runs a car company. Mm. And... It's not like he's a moron on Twitter and not a moron other places. Like, so him fucking himself on Twitter does make me wonder. I mean, I, I, I only know a couple of people that have Teslas, but I'm like, I don't know that I'm getting in one of those cars. There has been, because of his nonsense on Twitter, a little more chatter about how bad he is at running Tesla. Yeah. And how Tesla may itself not be too long for the world. Right. I mean, Tesla is one of those companies that their stock 
massively outperforms their actual income. Uh, and their stock has dropped pretty much since he started the whole purchasing Twitter thing. Their stock has been, I think it's down half. Yeah, I think from it's what gone it down by half. Yeah. The year. So, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, there's, there is a lot that you can actually see, you know, kind of harbingers of things to come by looking back on Tesla. Like, you know, they are under investigation by the state of California for massively racist, like, shit going down in their factories. Oh, good, and, good, good, good. Um, you know, and all sorts of firings that shouldn't have been, you know, that didn't take, didn't work in the correct way. And I mean, just terrible labor practices, unbelievably racist shit. Um, and like all of that, it certainly got reported, but I think it got uh, overwhelmed by the whole sort of like, oh, he's, he's our generation's Edison or whatever. And, uh, and now that emperor has been revealed to have no clothes. And there's a lot of really interesting reporting now, one about his, tunnel digging company and how basically they show up pitch cities take money and then disappear which they did here in chicago they were supposed to build a tunnel from downtown to o'hare the airport and uh they got i think about as far as cashing a check and then suddenly it was like man we're not gonna do this yeah he's a grifter yeah he is a grifter who has managed to you know who's managed to buy some companies that actually have been successful but yeah he's not a good he is not a good person no and very and just just astonishingly not savvy in how human conversation works yeah yeah just, he's uh he's a weirdo he's also an incel and that is what freaks me out yeah well and he's certainly engaging them yeah like, he gives, seems to be taking most of his cues at this point from various members of the far right that have, you know, kind of weaseled the, into his mentions and he's listening to them. I don't want Twitter to go for a lot of reasons because yeah. of what it means to me, because of what it means to so many important communities. But honestly, this is a personal thought. Like if it's going to become a tool of the far right, then I hope it dies. Yeah. Yeah. But Maybe he'll just wreck it enough that someone buys it for cheap and repairs it. I don't know. I mean, it's no longer it's no longer a publicly traded company, you know. So for it to be bought, he has to be willing to sell, right? You know, nobody can do a hostile takeover of it because, like he did, essentially. Um, did it stop being a publicly traded yeah, company when he bought when it? When he bought it, he he took it private. Um, there's no longer a board of directors or anything like that. Like he dissolved the board of directors, so it's just him. Um, so like he would have to actively want to sell it, which he certainly like. If it's a bummer enough for him, one could see. But he is in. He is on the line for a lot. Like he is on the hook for a lot of money. So I don't think he could sell it for cheap. It's all it's all very weird. It bums me out a lot because, uh, I mean, we have talked about this before. Like, this is an important place for both of us. And I it was, is it I is was, becoming a very shitty place. I was thinking about this because when I, I had a kind of a long-term illness for a while, and I really couldn't get out, and how much Twitter was, because the disability community has really been talking about this, Yeah, how much of, like, a lifeline it was for me. Totally. It was huge. Um, I'm trying to think of something snappy and cool to say, Dan, but I'm going to take another hit of this CBD coffee. Oh, good. I think, I think honestly, the drops were mostly on the top because I tasted something funny when I, when I drank the top. It's good. I appreciate that you're the kind of person that will just see a tincture on a counter and be like, well, maybe I will. Dan, I Leroy Jenkins my way through life. I I go, I run where others absolutely won't walk. I will. <laughs> you see a you see a closed door with a warning sign on it. I see an invitation. <laughs> I run with open arms through the fields of life. And sure, every once in a while, I need a little nappy poo. 
and have a little moment of bleh, but that's okay. Those yeah. are temporary things. Yeah. Then I get jazzed again. I love it. You know it's what good. I mean? I do. And so, yeah. So I saw a couple bottles on the counter while I was waiting for my dog and thought, what if I just put a bunch of that in my coffee? Don't mind if I do. That's what I said. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> Drippity drip. <laughs> I said, 1,800 milligrams. That sounds like a lot. I'll only take the 900 milligram jar and only a little bit of that because it's mostly empty anyway. Otherwise, I would have taken the full dose. <laughs> Dan, they wouldn't make it if it could do anything. I don't know that that's true. That's true of everything, Dan. They yeah. wouldn't make it if it did anything bad that's or true. had any effect yeah. at all. That's, that's why point. nothing has an effect on anything. Yeah. That's right. That's right. That's how it works. Dan, so we close out. We're, well, we're not closing it out. We're doing the big finale of 2022. It is wild, Maureen Johnson. Tomorrow people listening at least is december oh yeah sorry i had to think about that for i know a second. i know Tomorrow's I thought, the third. that's why i said for people listening at least because yeah. i thought this is gonna throw maureen yeah it doesn't take much but no uh, yeah yeah we are recording this on the 29th so this comes out on the 30th so mind, if you're listening to it on the 30th tomorrow is december mind blown yeah it's the big finale dan it, i'm excited i'm going to england when are you going to England? I'm doing Christmas in England with my Ooh. family. Yes. I'm doing a full English Christmas. That's fun. I'm getting on a plane back to America on the day the book comes out, the 27th. That's fun. To rush down to Philly to do Christmas all over again. I love it. So I'm going to be doing all the English Christmas things. Christmas uh, cracker. Christmas cracker. Those Wear paper those hats. little paper crowns. I and love like, those paper crowns so do the much. the jokes. Watch, I guess, that's the King's Speech now. And, um, oh, yeah. We'll play a board game or two. And I was just thinking when we were driving back from Colorado this week, we did not do anything even close to a traditional Thanksgiving this year because Janice's uh, folks are in a assisted living facility. And so we kind of brought a few snacks over there and then that night we had like various things that we had bought randomly at a trader joe's um but one of those things was like a thing of microwavable stuffing and uh then we had grabbed a jar of cranberry sauce which we hadn't really thought through but so the next day when we were driving home we were like wait a second we and we bought some turkey breast like lunch meat we were like we can make thanksgiving sandwiches and they were delicious maureen and it also reminded me that when you're in england around the holidays everyone has their like christmas sandwiches yeah and they're so good and it's also such a funny weird foreign thing if you are not in england that like the christmas sandwich is a signature thing every yes. place Every restaurant, every fast food joint has like their Christmas sandwich. And they also go directly from Halloween to Christmas. Yeah. They don't do Thanksgiving and Christmas sure. is more of a national holiday there. So it really just, they hit it hard. Right. Well, they, they have like Guy Fox, but that's like a couple of days after. And that's just sort of a fun fireworks day. Uh, it's also just fire, Dan. Um, I remember being oh, yeah, in Guilford with Oscar and there is a, this was the one of the most amazing things I've ever been to. So everybody walks through, everybody gets a torch. Mm -hmm. Like everybody gets a torch. Yeah. So imagine a beautiful, dark English night. Everybody's been to the pub for a couple drinks, yeah. including the teenagers. Sure. And then everyone gets a torch and streams down the high street carrying a torch. Just Dozens and dozens and dozens, hundreds of people, so many drunk teenagers with torches. Yeah. Just endless, like, so we're all walking with our torches. I love it. Through the town. Like we're going to go find Frankenstein. <laughs> and then we get to the park where everybody's torch goes into the bonfire, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Or something. And then there's a fun fair there. So then you go on like, dangerous carnival rides and have cotton candy. I love it. But how the town doesn't burn down is beyond me because it is just drunk people with torches as far as the eye can see. And that's every town 
in yeah. England on Guy Fox night. And then it's just all Christmas. And so it's the Christmas adverts and uh, the little advent calendars, which if you're not, you know, you don't subscribe to a Christian religion, I w- want to hope that you can have anyway, just uh, in, in some sort of secular fashion, just so you can open a little paper window every day and get a chocolate. Um, like you just can have them and be like, this is just a calendar with chocolate behind it. Yeah, every day I you can have like a treat. chocolate advent calendar. Yeah, they're just, you know. They're a just... friend of mine a few years ago, might have been before the 2012 election, uh, designed and I think they kickstarted an election advent calendar where wow. you could, you know, there were like 30 squares or something, got to open them up and they had a little picture inside. And then in the little window, like in the little door that you would open would also have a like American election fact. We should just get festive. 365 year a day calendars, which every day you just get a piece of chocolate. They're huge. They're giant. I they're love just, it. And you just like they're wall sized. And every single day you get to punch open and get your little emergency piece of chocolate. That sounds great. That's a hot idea. It is or a hot box idea. service every single month. You just It just gets sent you to you. You just get a chocolate advent calendar. You just get a chocolate calendar. Where you just, I love every it. Day you punch that shit open. It's a great idea. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Look at that. It sounds like a Patreon level. <laughs> but Dan, yes, I'm going to be there for Christmas. That's so fun. I'm jealous. Yeah. I'd like to be in England for Christmas. It does mean that there's a lot of travel coming up. And it's not like you don't have a book coming out right then. Literally, I will be on the plane home the day the book comes out. You should uh, give books to everyone on the plane. A book for you, a book for yeah. you. Um, I'm going to be doing a whole bunch of, I'm working. You could do a reading from the little like speaker that the flight attendants use. Uh, hey everybody. It's me, Maureen Johnson. Could you put like the speaker on this? Here you go. Yeah. Hey everybody. I'm uh, Maureen Johnson. I am an author on the plane. I'm your flight author. That's a new thing Virgin's doing. And I'm going to read to you from, I'm going to read the whole book actually of Nine Liars, my new book, uh, I know. Yes. Sit down. And um, and uh, you don't have a choice and um, you're not getting off. So um, let's begin. Page one. And I'll be doing all the voices. <laughs> a lot of English accents in this one. Uh, so strap in. I like it. You should do that. I'm going to be doing a lot of stuff from the airplane lounge. I bet. We're get, we could only get the latest flight out. So we get an, have an 8.30 p.m. flight out of England. Hmm. So I'm going to be working the shit out of the lounge and probably Wi-Fiing the shit out of the plane. Yeah, I bet. And getting in at what will be at like six o'clock in the morning out in our brain. Yeah. So we will be tired and confused. Nothing will go wrong with this plan. No, it's perfect. It's a perfect plan. It seems fine. Yeah, it's a perfect plan. Are you flying into New York or are you flying direct to Philly? We're flying into New York, Dan, but we have still not figured out if we're going to go directly from the airport to my family's house. Wow. Or just come home. It's an hour difference in the car. Right. So we may just say, just get in the car and I don't know. But that means, Dan, that I have to figure out basically everything that has to happen the entire month of December before the 15th or 14th of December. That sounds fine. (laughs) That seems easy. Actually, for the whole month of January as well, because I come back and then immediately start going on tour. That's for seems, about a month. Seems great. Not entirely, but like on and off from basically a month. Nothing could possibly go wrong. Here. So by the 14th or 13th, now that I think about it, of December. So like the next 13 days, I have to figure out everything that has to happen between now and the beginning of February, now that I'm really thinking yeah. about it. So some more of this CBD coffee. Not a problem. But Dan. Hmm? We're not the only people with big things to announce and talk about. Okay. This is a lead-in, Dan. That was me doing a little thing for you to pick up the ball and go, yeah, and run. Like, with the I ball. love it. Like, oh, my throat. Indeed, <laughs> Maureen Johnson. Because uh, as we discussed a couple of weeks ago, Donald Trump has announced that he's running for re-election. And here's the thing that's funny about that, Maureen. I had forgotten. Yeah. 
feel like that is a thing that kind of happened and then just sort of flopped. Mm. And I, I think that I'm lying to myself when I say maybe that just means he's a flop now. But uh, at least as of right now, it does not feel particularly impactful. Right. Well, you know, it was kind of a of announcements because of all of the election losses connected with him. Yes. Um, The January 6th committee still exists. It, It rages on through the night. Well, it does something. They're putting a they're putting a report together, and apparently there's a lot of infighting happening because um, Liz Cheney wants to exclusively focus the report on Donald Trump, and everyone else or, or many other people are saying she wants to do this mainly as sort of to further her political career uh, of running against Donald Trump for president, and as a result the report may not kind of capture the whole of the story and the other people that have been involved in that sort of thing. So, uh, but whatever happens, they're done when the new house takes over. They deposed haunted scarecrow Kellyanne Conway yesterday. So she went in and uh, testified and apparently did not plead the fifth or so she said. So do we know? I don't know if I even want to know this. Okay. Are Kellyanne and George Conway still married? Oh, the look of just disgust and not disgust, and just exhaustion on your face as you ask that question. You just I just it, it popped into my head and almost immediately I was like, I don't know and I don't care. I don't like either of those and right. then but I asked it anyway. Yeah. And I felt really tired when right, I Right, yeah. You really, it really, you looked, you looked sad. Yeah. I think, I think they are. Sure. Why I th- not? I think they are. Um, I dislike but, those people. But Dan. Hmm? Uh, well, you're, what's the lead here, Dan? We've been given a special counsel. Yeah. We did not discuss this last week. I think it had, had only just been announced. But uh, as I predicted, by announcing that he was running for president, Donald Trump seems to have successfully short-circuited the Justice Department's various investigations into him because almost immediately Merrick Garland announced that he was appointing a special counsel to take over the Trump-related investigations. A dude named Jack Smith, former head of the Justice Department's Public Integrity Section, also uh, a war crimes prosecutor in The Hague. Uh, They made it, they went to great pains to point out that he is politically independent. He is unaffiliated to party uh, in his, in, I guess, in his voter registration or whatever, however you would count that. But yeah, he is now in charge of uh, both the Mar-a-Lago documents investigation and whatever the Justice Department is doing around January 6th. Great. Sure. We got another one. New special counsel. We know how well those work. Look, Dan, this time will be different. There's no way he's weaseling out of it this time, Maureen. Dan, this time will be different. We got him. Dan. He's... He might as well just slap those cuffs on him already. Dan, come on. Start sizing him for one of those stripy prison suits. But Dan, he's not the only contender. Because uh, he had a dinner at Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. With Kanye West. Yep. Who has announced his presidential run. Yeah. And Nick Fuentes, who is a notorious... Notorious white supremacist and anti-Semite. Yeah. Also, a fucking kid. Yeah, how old is that guy? He is 24 years old. Seriously? He looks like he's about 15. Yeah. And somehow, there are people, awful people in this country that are like, that guy. Well, when you make one of these devil's bargains, you know. Yeah. But yeah, uh, apparently Kanye West brought him as a guest. 
to dinner. Donald Trump seems to have read the room enough to realize that he needed to issue at least three or maybe four different statements on Truth Social afterwards about how much he didn't know Nick Fuentes, how that guy just was brought by Kanye West, how they only ate for a short time, how they didn't talk, you know, I mean, the normal Donald Trump, I don't know her kind of explanations for everything. Imagine what you got to be like for Donald Trump to say, (laughs) yeah, I don't know this racist. I mean, he is a legitimately horrible, awful, Hitler-esque person. The stuff that he fucking espouses is unreal how awful it is. And you know who Kanye's uh, campaign manager is? It's Milo, right? It's Milo, a name I had forgotten. Yeah. Yeah. They're all, really, Arkham is empty. Yeah. Hell is empty and the devils are here, my friends. Yeah. He will be back on Twitter. They've already said that he'll be coming back. Great. So that's fun. We must sink the ship ourselves. Get an X. I think um, that I think that uh, I think that having a having an exit strategy is a good idea at this point. It's fine. Dan. The idea of staying and fighting isn't because uh, I don't think you can win that. Yeah, fight somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> this is not helping the fatigue, Dan. I'm trying to get like juicy jazzed. <laughs> well, you're usually pretty juicy jazzed about the holidays, Maureen. Uh, I'm not feeling it yet. You're not feeling it. I feel like all I need to do is take a two day nap. Okay. Then take the month of December and January off. Okay. Take it easy in February. Mm hmm. Nice cup of coffee in March. Sure. Pop that's back out in April. Break. Yeah, pop right back out in April. Yeah. I mean, that sounds that sounds great. I'm in. I haven't been wearing my glasses. That's probably the problem. Mm. Put my glasses on. That'll no. help. She's putting her sad lamp. God, those things. What? You, you. <sighs> what? <laughs> the way they actively shine specifically okay so maureen i gotta tell people maybe somebody hasn't been listening since last winter maureen has sad lamp goggles yeah it's not really a goggle though it's, it's sort just of like sort a of visor, a visor. Yeah. yeah it's a sad lamp visor that yeah. it, imagine geordie laforge from mm-hmm. star trek the next generation if instead of covering his eyes his visor was just above his eyes Mm -hmm. and then inside this kind of plastic shell uh appear to be two lights that are directed directly brighter and and the exact shape of maureen's eyes Mm -hmm. so when she wears them she suddenly her eyes are lit up in sort of an otherworldly glowy way right that's cool looks good it's i don't know that cool is where i would agree i will say i have been playing a lot with um artificial intelligence image generators and the one that i've been using a lot uh the thing that is very funny to me is whatever weird robot brain it has it equates cool with goggles. <laughs> and so whenever you're asking it for something that sort of is cool, mm-hmm. like I was just before, while well, I was waiting for you to join, I was running a series of uh, rendering the chipmunks <laughs> as various other things at like a uh, death metal bands and things <laughs> like that. And it almost always would default to putting goggles on the chipmunks. You know, or like if you ask for any level of future thing, it'll put goggles on. So sure. you do look cool to like an AI image bot. The future is goggles, Dan. Very the future, much. Yeah. Very much how it would draw you. Right. Yeah, cool. I told you it's cool, Dan. These are these are the these are the queries that I put in while I was waiting for you. The oh. chipmunks dressed in the style of Norwegian death metal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had to ask for that one twice. Okay. Then uh, the chipmunks dressed as, dressed as guar, which was fun. 
Then this one was truly amazing, what it brought. Mad Max Furry Road. Oh, my God. And it every single drawing that it made from that was fucking gold, Maureen. It was like a place I want to live. Had Mad Max as this, like, wolf and wearing goggles. Wow. He's like, well, that guy's cool. <laughs> yeah. I do enjoy trying to get a robot to draw me things. Let me think about what would I like to see? Well, right I'll now. do it. Give me a prompt. Uh, Agatha Christie. Yeah. Disco. Okay. This this will be good listening. Yeah, definitely. All right, it's doing its thing. It's going to take a minute. Is it going to have goggles? Very likely. Goggles okay. or, or glasses. The first few prompts that I was doing with the chipmunks, uh, it was just putting glasses on them, and it looked like they were in Weezer. <laughs> Did it do anything good yet? Uh, it's It takes about a minute. Oh, too long. I have it on the relaxed setting. Oh, all right. Then we're, oh, we... this is interesting. It's totally interpreting this in a very weird way. I can tell already. Huh. <laughs> What's the... Is it Miss Marple? I, I'd like to see her cuporo at Studio 54. If we need to be uh, more specific. That one's a better... I think that's going to be better. This one, it's sort of a... They, it, it ended up rendering sort of... 1970s colored, but yeah. All right, we'll do that one. Okay. At studio. But then, I guess our lesson is sometimes we need to just recharge our batteries. Yeah. And it's okay. It's okay, you guys. And I know you already knew that it was okay. I'm saying it's okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is it okay? Is it? Huh. It does not like, doesn't want to update these people. That one was even worse. Well, I think it's, because I think what it's doing, it is saying, oh, this is a book. So it's trying to make a book cover, I think. Oh, all right. Or, or some sort of poster or something like that. Because, like, I'm going to go... Richard Nixon mm -hmm. dancing at a disco. Well, Here Dan, I think what we're saying is that December is going to be a month where we can really relax. Nothing mm. weird's going to happen. It's probably it going to be not much news. It's just going to be a very chill and relaxed time. I can sense it. There's not going to be any news. News itself is just slowing down for a month. I don't know that I agree with that. It is 100%. I'm sure of it. Dan is still entering things into his AI machine. I'm waiting for it to I'm waiting for it to give me this one. See, these are good. Oh, wow. Here here come the Nixon dancing. Oh, wow. There you go. What? Oh my god. <laughs> I think I like these more than I've liked just about anything. <laughs> I have fun, Maureen. Me and my little robot. We have a good time sometimes. And I like the made-up language it uses, too. Yes. It, it, because it's like a little baby. It knows, it knows, oh, words here? But it doesn't know what words are. Also, I can see exactly what it's doing. So on the top, with the Hercule Poirot, it's taken David Suchet... The next one, I believe it's taken Albert Finney. The yeah. next one, it has shades of, um, uh, shit, uh, Peter Ustinov. And the last one, it's gone for uh, Kenneth Brano. Yeah, definitely. Me. So, but the Nixon at Studio 54 is just, please post these because I especially like the bottom left where he's really going for it. Yeah, he's really feeling that he one. He is coked to the gills and just having a great time. <laughs> like that top, he's just getting started. By the end, the coke has definitely oh, yeah. kicked in. It's the CBD on the top, coke on the bottom. <laughs> um, 
And I think you can see that the CBD doesn't really have any effect. On you? Yes. Yeah, it's all fine. Yeah. It's all fine. It well, doesn't but do anything. I do think, I though, was this. I was much more tired before this started. <laughs> I do think, Maureen. What? That in December, it's a little more difficult for you. But I think for other people, if you can downshift just a little bit, do some things that you enjoy, you know, treat yourself a little bit. It has been a year. Take Dan, a moment. Dan, December is when it ramps up for me. I know. You're in you're in the thick of it. I have been trying to do a few more just sort of fun projects, like talking to my little robot, image robot. But uh, because I've been uh, on Mastodon more, one of the things that is fun about Mastodon it feel, and feels a lot like very early Twitter back when people were building things off of Twitter all the time. Uh, you can build things off of Mastodon. So I have spent many evenings now uh, reproducing MySpace profile pages, <laughs> but pulling <laughs> pulling data out of Mastodon. This is what Dan does. You you leave Dan alone for more than five minutes, yeah. and he's he's doing some kind of weird weird craft. This one is very fun though, because I want us to return to a time on the internet where we would ruthlessly rank our friends. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I purchased the domain top eight dot space. <laughs> I want that in my life again. For this, those of you that may not know, because you, you weren't there, MySpace, which predated predated uh, Facebook, one of its features was that you would put in your profile who your friends were. In order. <laughs> in order. You had eight slots. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and there were lots of controversies when friends would leave your top eight. Yeah. You'd replace them with someone else. It was not a good design, but it was spicy. But it was great. And I'm bringing it back. Bring that shit back, Dan. I am. We're coming up on 2023. Let's bring some weird shit back. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. Moonlighting, ranking your friends. That's how my December is. I want to be able to do some more projects like that. Richard Nixon. Kind of dumb shit. Studio 54, CBD and the coffee. Um, just the normal things. Yeah. Says who was brought to you by CBD and your coffee. It doesn't make any difference. <laughs> well. In fact. Oh, Maureen. What? The robot. I thought it had quit on me. Had it? No. But I, I instead of just saying Hercule Poirot disco, I borrowed what worked with Richard Nixon. And I chose Hercule Poirot dancing at a Wait, disco. What did you call him? I don't know how to pronounce his name. Her Hercule? I don't know nothing. Okay. Here's the thing about me, Maureen. I don't know nothing. All right. Oh, no. It quit. Oh, damn it. It was almost there, and then it fart, it, sh it shat the bed. Oh, it was really coming along. I'll send those to you later. They were great. All right. Um, this episode of Says Who was brought to you and made possible by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who our Patreon where every Wednesday. No, every Sunday. Are you okay? I'm tired, Maureen. Yeah. Have you had CBD in your coffee? I haven't. Okay. Where every Sunday you get a whole nother bonus episode of this very podcast. If you give it the five or $10 a month level, that $10 a month level, you also get a sticker in the mail because you become a member that says who sticker club. Go to patreon.com slash says who. All right. I'm sending these to you. They just <laughs> came in. They are great. All right. Had to interrupt. Sorry for the disjointed nature of all of it. They're oh. real good. Let's there see you here. go. Oh, my God. Yeah. They are good. They're great. Except that last one is clearly Mandy Patankin, who has never played <laughs> Poirot. Yeah, but he still looks good. Anyway, our theme music is performed by Ted Leo. Our logo was designed by Darth. You can contact us at Says Who Podcast on Twitter. You can also, if you're on Mastodon, go to at says who podcast at omfg.town because we're there too. You can also email it. Hey, that's H-E-Y at says who podcast.com. 
Join the discussion on Facebook at slash group slash says Whovians. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard. If you want to join the fan run discord server, you can go to tinyurl.com slash says who discord, whatever you do though, spread the word, subscribe, please leave stars and reviews on Apple podcasts, Spotify, or wherever it is that you listen. And you can join us December 7th for our very next episode from my basement with my little drawy robot. <laughs> I'm Dan Sinker. Everything's fine. Ugh. I'm going to go for the 1800 milligrams next time. I'm Maureen Johnson. This has been Says Who. I just It's still amazing to me that that's just sitting out on the counter. Yeah, just take it. Drink the whole bottle if you want. You're all no mind if I do. <laughs> Maureen's little drippy drippy. This one's a little something on my coffee. I just gotta go. Bye.